Hey, it's Josh here. I just want to take a quick second before we get started to express our gratitude and appreciation to anyone who's listening, whether you're consuming this by download, whether you're listening on our website or following us on Instagram or TikTok, however that is, we thank you. Doing that lets us know, hey, that there's somebody out there. And as long as we're entertaining one person, then it just makes everything worth it. So on behalf of myself and everyone here at Game Rage, thank you. All right, now enjoy the show. Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. We're here for Game Rage Music, Good Ass Music Show, number 15, episode 15. And uh, as usual, I'm Josh, and I'm here with uh, Adam. Howdy. And uh, don't want to plug stuff at the beginning, because I, I just want to say it at the beginning real quick, because I hate plugging shows. You've, you've convinced me that plugging shit at the beginning is fucking is wrong, all right? And, really? Yeah, you have. You've convinced me that plugging it at the beginning, because people don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, they don't want to hear they want the They want the... Right, they want the content. But I do want to say at the beginning, for if, in case people don't listen to the end, if you have something or an artist or some shit you want us to listen to and talk about on here, send it to us, okay? <laughs> if I'm not going to plug the shit... Listen to the end of the episode or go to our shit and find it and send it to us there on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Send it to us on something. Anyways, now that's out of the way. Um, man, I am fucking hot about this goddamn shit we're going to talk about. You, you have upset me greatly by, by sharing this. I hope me. I did, dude, because I, I, when I heard this thing, which is, uh, the thing we're talking about is the new single from Green Day, the band that doesn't know when to fucking quit. <laughs> I don't think they know how to quit. They don't know how to quit. Um, so they came out with this new single called The American Dream is Killing Me. And by far, it is one of the most tone-deaf fucking songs that I fucking heard from Green oh. Day. And I, it makes me fucking hot-blooded. Like, I... I you Okay, so do you want to go first? or? You, oh, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. You, you go ahead. Okay. I'll piggyback on it. The, all right, let me just read what I wrote on Instagram. Because this kind of like summarizes. And there is a little bit more to explain on why uh, some of the points I make... Um, like. To further elaborate on those points, yeah. Um, uh, so let me pull it, <laughs> pull it up real quickly because I fucking hate Green Day, dude. There was a lot of great bands in the '90s that were punk, and maybe that's just the nature of being punk is that you say you're never going to sell out or you're always against the man. <coughs> and Green Day was the one that was that became the most successful, and they were by far. Problem for for me, they were not the best group of of amongst the nineties punk bands. Like, they, yeah, they, I didn't think they were. Their lyrics are so fucking like superficial and tacky, and I hate I hate everything that they <laughs> they they sing about, and I I just think they're stupid as fuck. But this, um, so what I basically wrote, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Excuse me, I'm still trying to get over this cough. <coughs> I said, got to love Green Day for releasing music capitalizing on U.S. animosity. They don't like being in the U.S., but have no problem making their money here. 
How tone deaf is Billy Joe Armstrong to make a song like this when he openly renounced his U.S. citizenship? The lyrics are beyond generic. I swear they just drew current problems in the country from a hat for, for lyrics. Uh, there is no grit or teeth to what they're saying. And what I mean by that is that they raise all these topics that there's problems in the U.S., but they don't finger point and say things specifically about each of those topics. So if they're talking about the housing crisis, OK, talk about like the Federal Reserve and like why interest rates are so fucking high. Or right, right. Uh, if you're going to talk about um, police brutality, like talk about specific people like say, oh, this police officer killed this innocent person. Yeah. Or if you do not like, let's say for the sake of like abortion, like the topic of abortion, if they fall in line with um, abortion should be illegal across the United States right. in general, uh-huh. then point at senators or or representatives People that, that, that are, are, are directly opposed to that. Yeah. There's no, there's no stakes for like their music, dude. Like I, I, I can't. For a band that is supposed to be edge, they have no fucking teeth or grit. Right, yeah. Um, and and uh, to, to read off the last bit of it, these guys really think they're speaking for people. Like, they're speaking to the plight of the, the average U.S. American. They're so fucking detached from reality, dude. Like, I do not care what the fuck they say about, like, what they say in their music. Yeah. If they are trying to appeal to the average man. Um, so anyways, these guys really think they're speaking for people, but this music video probably costs more than the average American's income, uh, and forget about what it costs to go see them. Toothless fucking music with no substance, all delivered with the same tried and true power chords that they can't fucking seem to depart from that. There's other ways to play music and they still, they still revert back to those things. God damn, I hate me some Green Day, a band that continues to rape the American dream in spite of the fact that they continue to profit off of it. Yeah. Uh, so to to contrast that, I actually enjoyed Green Day back in I, I liked them. All right. I wasn't one of those people that didn't like them from the beginning. I liked all their older shit like in the nineties. You know, I'm I'm a mainstream uh pop punk dickhead, okay? I I, I like that shit for some reason. To a point. I don't like hearing the same shit over and over again, though. That's where ever since like the early 2000s, I kind of stopped. I was just kind of eh, they're just it's the same old shit. And that's exactly what it's become. It's become like that wrestling chant. Same old shit. Same old shit. Same that's, old shit yeah. yeah, that's what it is. And the other thing, it's fucking hypocritical because they have a line in there saying talking shit, basically saying TikTok and taxes or whatever. Right. It's saying that like it's the equivalent of how bad taxes are, TikTok is also a problem. Well, guess or, or, what? Or, or even that it's <clears throat> it's killing uh, the, the, the American the, people. The, the, ben, the Benjamin Franklin quote: the, "The only thing guaranteed is death and taxes." Right. And, oh my God, they 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 fucking ad libbed it and put TikTok in front of the sure. If, wow. If that's what, what they mean, maybe. Spoiler, so creative. Yeah. So, so crazy. Oh but uh, guess what? Yeah, they are on TikTok, and they have 1.3 million followers, 7 million likes. They post fucking a shit ton of videos. They, they are taking advantage of what they're saying is terrible. What the fuck, man? Don't, you can't sit there on one hand and talk shit about it and then also use it to benefit yourself. Just like everything that they basically do. It's like talking shit about, oh, the government or talking shit about this or talking shit about whatever. That's fine. If you're going to fucking... In generic terms with no stakes. That's what it is. It's, it's the most commercially viable anti-government rhetoric. That's basically what it is. It's so bland that it's, 
it gives you the sentiment that you're against the government, but it doesn't call out any specific things. Therefore, you're just saying, oh, the government's bad, or this is all the government's fault. With, yeah. Like, the, yeah, sure, the government is, is at fault for a lot of things, but there are several other things that are not their fault. Like, this housing crisis is really, at the base of it, not their fault. It's the corporate greed of the companies that really have caused this fucking problem. So let's say, why don't you say, oh, thanks JP fucking Morgan, or I don't know, BlackRock. Why don't you fucking put that in a song? Black you want to know, yeah, fair, you yeah. know why they won't? Because they fucking are afraid because they'll probably get assassinated yeah. if they were to do something or, like that. Or they'll get their shit dropped because who, who or the fuck? What if they perf- what if they pointed the finger at their own label and said, hey, yeah. we want our music. Like, we want to own the masters to our music and you guys are still holding on to it. What if yeah. they sing about that? What's their label going to do? No. Not play it? <laughs> they're like, no. No, not play it? Oh, yeah, they're going to say no. They're not going to give it to them, obviously, because they yeah. want the money. But wh- Shut up. What are they going to do? Oh, yeah, we're not going to put out this song. Oh, really? Well, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, Guess what? We're still going to make money off of it, and you can go fuck off. And- yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it just, it just fucking aggravates me that this song that specifically... I don't know if this is indicative, and I'm sure it is indicative of what the rest of the album is going to sound like, because it says it comes out in January, the, the album. So 2024. Yeah. Okay, so the, I, I didn't actually look into this, but apparently people have been saying that uh, something along the lines that, oh, conveniently, that Green Day has released another album on an, an election year. Like, they do it every election year. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Like, if that's what they've legitimately been doing is to capitalize on, uh, I guess... It's the American um, yeah. American dissension in, in like the political and like yeah. societal realm. That's Good, pretty. That's pretty it, genius. It's smart. I'm, it I'll respect it. That is. I I gotta respect but, that. But they don't. They're not saying anything. They're not right. Which is kind of. I think that's kind of the point of what they have become. They have become. Ah uh, yes, we're against we're against certain things, but we're not going to go out and and name specifics. But ah uh, yes, fight the man, fight the man. Let's go against the man. And then really, they have now become the man. Right. I think I don't know if we've kind of mentioned that before, but that's kind of what it's become. They have they have become what they have bitched about for the last Jesus Christ. When did they come out? When did they originally start in the 80s? Like 93, I think. early 90s. I mean, so it's been what, 30 fucking years that they've been out doing shit. And over that 30 years, I'm sure it didn't start out like this, but they have basically become. The enemy. They've become what they hated. It's that fucking saying. Or they don't. They're they're so naive that they don't understand that they're not that band anymore. And they're selling themselves as that. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe we're fighting for the man. We're we're speaking to the plight of the people. I. But to me, okay. So, all right. You know how uh, I guess like uh, I don't know. Certain bands over time, like they sort of evolve their sound. They change things up a little bit. They are the opposite of that. No. They have done no change. It sounds like this song could have came out in 1993. Obviously, without ACDC the- is a, is another perfect yeah. example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, th- this song could have come out on their debut album. Obviously, minus the terms that are modern, like TikTok and all that shit. But the sound mm. sounds exactly f- that. That thing. Remember, I, I said that thing. Fucking where he goes, yay, hey, like they do Same. that on. They do that on every fucking song almost, and or at least the ones that are the. Uh, I don't know what it's called when it's like the title track or like it's the it's like the main event track or whatever you want to call it like their their big like their biggest hit on the on the album. What is that called? Is there a name for that? Like if they have a song, they're like, oh, this is gonna be the one that's gonna be like 
Oh, I don't know. Our fucking like theme or whatever for this album or some shit. Like the ti- the title of the, I, I the, the if, song is the no, album itself. I don't itself. know. If I'm not, I guess I'm not explaining that right because it's kind of like uh, the lead track, the leading track. Mm, it's not always the lead. Well, I guess it's what's what they anticipate is going to be their most popular track. I guess Le- right? leading not being the first track, but rather right. just the one that people are people probably, like the most. Yeah, or yeah. whatever. I, I feel like that's probably what this is intended to be. And that's where the, that's why they think, oh, well, this is going to be a song people are going to sing at the concerts, and they're throwing that in of like you said, the cue to start fucking singing. Oh my god, dude! Can you imagine being in the studio and being Billy Joe Armstrong and thinking, oh yeah, we got a hit? Like having that, de- having that fucking delusion in your mind that this is going to be good. Well, and think about this, okay? You know, remember last episode I bitched about having yes men around you, right? And that's the wrong answer. Well. What if what if his delusions are just being fed to him because everyone around him is like, yes, Billy Joe, yes, this is excellent, this is excellent, and they're just fucking cheering him on, and he's like, ha ha, yes, I get, I've done it again, mm. and it doesn't fucking matter if it's good or if it's bad because they know it'll fucking sell. He could literally take a recording of him shitting in the bathroom and then playing a backing track to it that <laughs> play that him taking a shit or throwing up and i'm sure that would just fucking sell like gangbusters yeah so whether it's good or bad is irrelevant they know it's gonna fucking make money and then every, i guess they've hired everybody around them to just yes yes my god dude and the people if you go look in the comments everybody's oh, yeah, oh i didn't that? know I needed Billy Joe Armstrong and Trey Cool and the other fucker uh, in zombie costumes. Like this, this song. <laughs> oh, I didn't see. There's a music video already. Yeah, there's a music video oh for it. Yeah, yeah. So they, you know, people are just fucking dick riding Green Day. This is the best work that they've made yet. I, this is the same shit that they've been making up until this point yet. It is all like okay. That album um, in two thousand, the one that had American, American Idiot on it, I think that's uh, that's actually the name of the album is American Idiot, probably yeah, right. Yeah, um, it was like in the early two thousands. That was the album where they were really heavily bitching about like the government interventions in like other countries, and they were talking about like they were very anti Iraq and Afghanistan wars. Um, that album was very heavily that right. They that ca- song they capitalized on it though. Yeah, oh, like, they did. And yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they had, had no they made, problem. They had no problem they, doing that. No problem, just making a shit ton of money. Yeah. on just taking another the, the other side or whatever. And this sounds like it fucking came from that album. Like I remember listening to that album when it first came out in the early two thousands, and I was like, all right, this that's when I kind of started to you know go away from liking them. And this sounds like some shit that was on there. And that was fucking 20 years ago. Yeah. So, again, clearly, they really have not evolved since even 1993, as you said. So, over 30 years. Let me check the exact number, because I don't want to just make this shit up. I think they've been, I mean, they've probably been active as a band longer than that, but their first official release. Was in 93 or so. I think it's probably I mean, that sounds right. That sounds like it makes sense. Early 90s. But... I don't know. I think this is kind of uh, the problem that we've talked about, in, not just within the music industry itself, but within the overall broader entertainment industry as a whole. 87. So they've been active since 87. Okay, so, I, so yeah. like almost 40 years now, or 30, well, shit, 36, goddamn, I'm going to be 36, fuck, 36 years they've been going. So yeah, in 36 years, man, they haven't really changed much. Okay, so their earliest works were... Since 1990? Like, releases? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. They, I think they have... So, what, 33, 30, 33 years? That, yeah. Since this this is their whatever-numbered album in 33 years, basically. This is yeah. like number whatever. And But uh, back to what I was saying, though. I think this is a broader indictment against the whole entertainment industry 
where everything is it's either a sequel or it's a fucking reboot or whatever this this doesn't even have the decency to call itself a sequel or a reboot it's just they're branding it as all new and everything this is so but no it's it's the same fucking shit as what was on the last album yeah and the album before that and the one before that probably tracing it you could probably trace those fucking three power chords all the way back to their original shit and i'm sure there's something that has that same i know for a fact that there's something that has that same exact fucking tune that they used here in this song it has it maybe this one's tweaked a little bit or it's just slightly different with maybe a little extra something added in but man i guarantee you that's fucking one of their original like uh, melodies or whatever you want to call it that they fucking probably came up with yeah. that they've just recycled over and over again. Yeah, and the other thing that got me, dude, is the 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 thing about like him openly saying that he renounces his U.S. citizenship. I get it, dude. This country's not fucking perfect. Yeah, sure. But it's better than a lot of fucking places yeah. in other parts of the world, man. Like, oh yeah. I mean, for people bashing on it, there seem to be a lot of fucking people that want to get here illegally. Yeah. Because that, that's how bad it is in their are, own country. Are willing to risk death yeah. to come here to just be at the bottom level of society, all right? Because that's what a lot of people do when they come here. They, they become the bottom fringe of society. Yeah. And that is better than living in the fucking shithole country that they came from. And I'm not going to say the U.S. is perfect by any We're not, means. No. Like, I mean, there's obviously a disparity between... Yes. The, the the economic classes amongst ourselves. Right, right. Um, and, the, you know, I think there's other countries that are doing it better than us, but it's pretty it's pretty fucking good here, dude. Like, yeah. it, we're, I think it's a lottery ticket to live here. Oh, absolutely. To have been born on this fucking patch of dirt. And for that dude to say that this country is fucked and I didn't get my way with this country or the way, like, I vote politically, therefore this thing is a lost cause and I'm going to go move to the UK. It's such a spit in the face, dude. Like you have no merit. You, your opinion has no fucking weight. Yeah. Whether you write it in your music or you're trying to be fucking cute. Right. Uh, yeah. In that way, you have no, there's no weight to it. No, there's, he wants to sit here and bitch and complain about the housing crisis. How many fucking houses do you own yeah. here in the United States that are probably multi-million dollar fucking houses? How many, he talks about in that song, the fucking, all, all the economic problems and shit. How many millions of dollars have you made over the last 30 fucking years taking advantage of all of these fucking problems? And you know what you're taking advantage of? You're taking advantage of people who are in that bottom rung of, of economic society and you're giving them an escape. You're, you're giving them the escape or the illusion of escape, right? But you're taking advantage of them by bitching about this shit, but then also being a fucking millionaire. Or being whatever. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be compensated duly for what they are fucking worth and what they what they create and stuff. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is once you go into becoming that, I mean, I don't know if he's in that 1% of fucking people or whatever. I'm sure he's at least in the top 5%. If he's in that, if you're in, once you get up into that realm, you can't complain about this shit anymore. You can't make music about this. You just got to pick something else and fucking go move along. You You don't need to be able to, you're not able to sit here and talk shit about, oh, the economy or the housing crisis or any of that shit. Cause none of that affects you. None of that. It's so disingenuous and it's not just a slap in the face, the shit that they're saying to talk, to talk shit about the country or whatever, but to slap us, the people in the face by openly talking shit about the problems. And then you being part of the problem. It's like, and then saying that the American dream is killing you and you're, you're the one that's profiting the most, the most off of it. Yeah. Um, and I do want to add one thing. This is kind of off topic, but still related 
tangentially for a topic we're going to talk about in the future and into this. Yeah. <coughs> so, like, on the subject of ticket prices, right, or, like, tickets in general, I don't think it's probably cheap to go see them. It's probably, oh. like, a few hundred dollars, right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. You want to know who's more fucking punk rock than than uh, than, than Green Day? Who's that? Robert Smith from the fucking Cure. He openly said that he was not down with the fees that that uh, the Ticketmaster was adding on to their tickets for like their shows because they're you know Smith the Smith yeah. the Smith the uh, the Cure comes back every so once in a while and they go on a tour and it's wildly successful. It always sells out. Yeah, but yeah. like the dude openly says like hey you guys are charging way too fucking much and like the scalpers are also a problem can you guys you guys need to do something right, about yeah. it how come i don't hear fucking billy joe armstrong talk about that shit nah, he doesn't give a fuck he just wants to make that money and you know what's funny okay so i just looked to see if i could find any concerts or whatever there are no concert dates right now because they are likely going to gear up with the release of this new album to then go on tour yeah, yeah. so i would be curious we will have to update when we find out once the tickets go on sale or whatever for that. We will for their tour. We'll have to look and see what the prices are because I feel like it's going to be like two hundred or three hundred dollar fare, and then for I, the I feel like it's going to be more than that. Yeah, thousand dollars. Yeah, I, I easily. Yeah, I think that this is going to be along the lines of that Blink One Eighty Two fucking bullshit, which obviously we're going to talk about yes. in, in a minute, but. I think that's where they're. That's where it's going to go, and I, I think we will definitely keep an eye on it and update on here what those prices are because I'm telling you they're gonna be fucking astronomical and that's also fucking bullshit because that's the fucked up part is they know that they can get it and they don't draw a line for themselves they're like no let's charge the most we can get from this let's make it a hundred dollars if you really want to see us in up close and personal for the floor seats hundred bucks yeah 25 bucks for the nosebleeds 50 bucks for middle it's not too bad like for a legacy yeah. act, and you still get your if, you still get your nut. And Christ, if you wanted to fucking frame it as you hate the government so much in this economic crisis, you could call it the economic relief fucking tour, and you could literally <laughs> yeah. go around and just be like, "Hey, everybody, we are sorry that the government's fucking you, and we are gonna come and entertain you for a very fucking low price, affordable price." And you know what? To curb to curb yeah. inflation. And you know what would be even better is if they said, "You know what? It's just gonna be a flat twenty-five, a flat fifty. We're gonna fucking cover the fees. Will be built in whatever the whatever the cost of the." fees is you tell the ticketing place hey guess what bitch you're just gonna charge 25 bucks and whatever your little stupid fees are that the ticket total price is 25 it's 50 it's 100 that's it you you take out your little fees because guess what you guys don't need that fucking much money all right you you really don't so you could afford to do that they those guys could afford to do it and are they i don't know maybe who knows maybe that's their plan i don't know i would do that if i was them yeah like you said they're a legacy act They've already clearly made their nut 25 fucking times over in, in, the, in the industry. Yeah. How much more money do you fucking need? Help everybody out. Really do practice what you preach, I guess, right? That's the best way to put it. If you are pissed that, and you're so bad of this country that you're going to leave, guess what? I'll bet you they're going to tour here. I bet you, they're gonna, I bet you not, this is not just going to be a UK affair or a fucking Europe tour or a South Africa or I don't know where the fuck else they tour, but I guarantee you there'll be a shit ton of fucking dates here in America, and it would be curious to see... Uh, when we see the ticket prices, we could probably extrapolate if they sold everything out, which I'm sure they probably will, how much the, that total revenue of what they would have made in the United States, how many millions of dollars that would have fucking been. Yeah. So, and that's not even counting the merch. That's not even counting all the other shit that people are going to buy there. You know, I'm sure because they're a legacy act and they're a, a name, I'm sure they're getting a piece of, of other 
things. And I don't, I don't know who whatever who, whatever fucking television syncs, whatever oh, wherever yeah. the music gets plugged. It's gonna be on K Rock. That I mean, oh, hundred percent. Gonna make yeah. money off of that. That's definitely well, that's well, definitely happening. Yeah, where where, where you got? What, what, what were you gonna add? Oh, I was just gonna say that that they are probably just gonna make a shit ton of money on it. That's where I was going with that. But um, anyways, right. um, so <coughs> I don't know if this is a proper exit strategy. I think so. I think it's a, I think it's a nice transition. Okay, because on the subject of just legacy acts riding into the sunset. Uh, and then getting back together and then riding off to the sunset once more. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is like a controversial opinion or what this is, but there needs to be a fucking limit on when, how much legacy acts can make or like the number of years that they can be active. Cause I, this is, I don't know like how to frame this, but in my head for the, mo- the amount of money that you could spend on those tickets to go see Blink-182 or Green Day or even Foo Fighters or, one of the larger acts. I mean, if you really want to go find great music, I mean, it's fucking all over the place. Yeah. Um, you just have to look like if you have the time to, to spare, to, to look up local acts and stuff, you can find those people. You can find the next Kendrick Lamar in a fucking dive bar. You can find the next green day. You can find all those guys for relatively cheap. Like if you look well enough. So, What I want people to think about is for the $500, I'm just going to take like the median and just say, you know, for the most expensive ticket, it's going to be $1,000 for Green Day and the lowest is probably going to be like 100 bucks or right, 200 bucks sure, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I think you can, I think, I think you can have a direct impact on local or independent artists directly more so than paying like the $500 you spend 15 to $30 for a concert to purchase the ticket and also for an additional 15 or $20 to uh, purchase a shirt or a poster or something, maybe CD, whatever it might be. Yeah. That has more of a direct impact than fucking Green Day getting $100 off of you because you're just a drop in the bucket compared to the other scenario where the, the, you know, the more independent artists or the local artists can feel it like more when that money, go- the money goes longer for them than it does for Green right. Day. Yeah, it has more of a direct impact on the local band because guess what? They're fucking just trying to get enough gas money to keep going, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. They, it's not like they're fucking getting a dickload of money. They're like, guys, all right, we got to make $75 on this one or else we ain't going to be going to the next city because yeah. we can't get there. Yeah. You know? We need, uh, they're, all they're hoping for is getting as close to zero as possible or yeah. breaking even but, otherwise. Yeah, that's, that's really, and, and that's part of, I guess, the, I don't know if you want to call it the charm of that kind of shit, is, is like you can tell that they're in it for the art and they're fucking really putting out their best effort because they want to impress that upon anybody that is so gracious enough to pay money to see them. They want them to know, hey, man, we're doing this shit and it's, it's, we're giving it our best go. And really, I'm sure some of those legacy acts, I'm sure they start phoning it in a little bit at certain, at certain times. And I'm sure you're probably not getting, especially they're, they're older. They're, they're, you know, a lot of them are in their fifties and sixties now. So I don't think they can really give you the type of show that you are expecting to see. Dude, guns and roses. Perfect fucking example. Yeah. Oh yeah. Axl Rose cannot deliver no. on his vocals. Like yeah. he could when he was 20. Right. Exactly. Sounds completely fucking different. And are you getting what you pay for in that, in that instance? I don't think so. No, I, I, I don't, I think you're getting fucked, but yeah. again, that's the whole thing is 
like I agree with you. I think there should be a line or a limit on how many times. Once you like retire, all right, cool. You can come back for one reunion or one. Maybe you get one reunion album, one reunion tour, and then that's it. And that's if you, like you guys just fucked up and you ran out of money now and you need to come back. Okay, all right, all right, all right. We'll, we'll allow that. Okay, you did your time. You you served you served us well with whatever music you gave us and, and got popular on. We'll allow you to come in and take some more money from us, but not this like constant fucking oh we're gonna go away for 20 years and then oh oh, now we're back again and oh well guess what we're gonna charge you fucking a thousand dollars a ticket to come see us because you and and this is this is the point that i wanted to get across with why this i think this is happening and what's so fucked up about it is i'll use the blink 182 thing as an example so for for us in our age group our our millennial i don't know whatever you want to call us fucking millennial late millennials whatever the fuck we are uh, the people that are in their late 20s to like 40s early 40s maybe you know we weren't old enough when those acts were out like blink 182 for example i wasn't old enough to be able to buy my own ticket and go see them so i liked blink 182 obviously in the late 90s when they first came out in the early 2000s i was fucking what 11 11 to like 15 during that time period when they were super hot and I did not have the money to or the anybody that was willing to take me even if I had the money to go to a concert to see them live which would have been cool and I think there's a lot of people in our generation that felt that or dealt with that at least um there was very very few people that I knew that were getting to go to fucking concerts like that and I would definitely was not fucking amongst those few that were going so I think that they are capitalizing on not just the nostalgia but the uh what is it called now the FOMO because you already missed you we already missed out once when we were kids and you know I at least have a lot of core memories from that time period that in my head, when you, when you when you replay those memories in your head, there's like a soundtrack. So like for me, where there's a soundtrack. are you? Yeah. And yep. I'm so yep. sore. Oh yeah, man, that one is fucking in there. Uh, what's my age again? Is in there? Fucking all that shit is is that's part of it, and that's how I grew up, and that that that's where that's where it is. So I know there's a shit ton of people out there that have that same thing as well, and they didn't get to go see them, and now it's like, well, shit, man, I'm in my late 30s or mid 30s or whatever, you know, wherever we're at on the spectrum, late 20s to early 40s. And they're like, shit, they're coming back again. I didn't get to see them 20 fucking years ago. I will probably never get to see them again if I don't go to this. So they want to go and they're willing to spend as much money as it costs. And the band, they know this. The bands know this. And they're just like, oh, dude, what if we just fucking bump the price up to a ridiculous amount? Essentially, don't want to point any fingers at any specific bands, but likely whoever it is that's playing is kind of washed up or has been. And they are basically going to just replay all the hits and they're going to do it for 60 minutes. If, if we're lucky, might get 45 out of them. Um, and they're going to charge $500 a fucking ticket for nosebleeds. And if you want to sit up front, $1,200 if you're $1,500, whatever the fucking numbers are. I know for the Blink-182 one, the shitty tickets were going for like 500 bucks. Okay. And to me, I, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, they're coming back. That was my first thought. Oh man, they're coming back. I never got to see them. Exactly what I'm telling you. I never got to see them. I fucking want to go see this. I went to go look at the tickets. Fuck you. I'm not paying 500 fucking dollars to see this shit. Um, so that's what I think is fucked up about this is they are taking advantage of our lack of getting to have seen this when we were kids. And now that we're adults, they want to, they want us, we're going to pay for it. And 
that's fucked. I think that they should be saying, hey, let's just make a reasonable amount of money instead of a shit. Because that's the fucked up part. They all sold all these. Everything was like sold out. You couldn't even really get tickets. Like if you didn't get in <sighs> on the first things, and then if you wanted to buy them from a reseller, huh, God help you. That Twice five, That $500 ticket for Nosebleeds was 1200 from a reseller. And guess what? Those were fucking selling. People were buying those and paying that money to pay for that fucking experience that they never got when they were younger. And that's that whole nostalgia, whatever bullshit. And, you know, maybe we should fucking... Now, now maybe this is going to be an extremist point of view, but, you know, I, we should do something about this. Like twelve. Imagine what $1,200 can mean to 12 artists, uh, dude. Yeah, $100 dedicated to a local band that you could yeah. spend $10 on a ticket. You could spot, you could buy like four or five shirts or you can buy four or five posters. And I'm sure that would go a hell of a long way compared to what what Blink-182 is going to do with paying it. Paying just for the fucking ticket, dude. Yeah, that's Fuck just the that's ass, just dude. a ticket. That's like a budget for for, you know, music for like the whole fucking year. Yeah. Well, okay, if you paid $1200, if you broke it down, you paid $1200 for a fucking ticket. Christ, you could go to for that twelve hundred bucks. Let's just say you spent fifty bucks at a show. You could go to twenty four fucking shows. You could go to basically one show every fucking other week for a whole year, and and you would still have and spent fifty bucks. And God, if you were just being stingy and didn't want to buy any merch or anything like that, you could probably go to one show a week easily for that amount of money. You could go every fucking week, and actually, it'd probably come out to a little bit less. If you, were, if you were just buying the $10 or $15 ticket to go see a, ba- a, a local band, and even that $10 or $15 is still going to go further. Dude, imagine if you fucking built a personal relationship with these guys. Oh, yeah. Like, you talk to them on social media, which is basically things that I've done, is yeah. that I was really passionate about their music, and I've gotten to shows for free because of the fact yeah. that they... They're like, you guys, you supported me. All right. Well, here, you know, come, yeah, come here, here's yours. Like, here's, yeah. uh, here's me reciprocating or whatever. Yeah. Like, it could work out that way. You Like, you just... I don't know, man. I just I'm 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 lost. Why people would want to pay five hundred dollars for something that was cool five, you know, fifteen twenty years ago or whatever. Like, yeah, it had its time in the sun. Let it go. Let it go. It's time for the new generation. The money that could be spent on like a, t- a ticket for this it should be freed up for new bands, dude. It should be made for. Or it should be for catered towards them. I think. Yeah. I don't know. No, I I agree with you, and I think that the. The fucking, like, the amount of greed that exists in, it's not just in the music industry, it's in everything, but with this specific thing in general, with old nostalgia acts coming back and charging a dickload of money, just the amount of fucking greed that it takes to fucking say, ooh, yes, how much how much can I bilk out of these people, you know? it, it That just fucking aggravates me, and it just infuriates me, because you guys are like, of the people, you know, you're like, you were the working people, right? You were the working man. You were fucking making music, making no money, traveling around, fucking doing all this shit. And then you got big and fuck, man, you just said, fuck all that. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to make all the money I can. And I don't know, man, that's just kind of fucked up. Like Rolling Stones, dude, is like the perfect example. I don't know why they're still active. <laughs> like they should have hung it up. Yeah. Fucking 20 years ago. Hell, 40 fucking years ago, they should have hung it up. True. Um... But yet here I, they are. The, here they are, dude. Still, still touring. Still active. Gonna make a new album. Apparently, Lady Gaga is featured on it. And I'm just, I'm like, fuck, man. Why, dude? You're you're like 80, 90 years old. I respect that they're 
you know, in their late stages of their life, still doing what they love. I mean, if any of us were so lucky to do that, to get paid to do what we love, but God damn it, dude, just let it go. Like you have enough money, you have enough of everything, but it's not enough. Yeah, it's not. And it's just terrible. It's just fucking terrible. I, I don't, I don't get it. It, 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 like I said, it, it fucking infuriates me. I, I just, I, I just want to fucking just strangle people because I'm just, well, what is wrong with you? You know, yeah. fuck, calm. Yeah. And, and then also it pisses me off that people fall for this shit, that, that this, this trickery works. It, it's fucking, it's like black magic, bro. They're just like fucking sprinkling the magic sauce on it, doing a little couple spells and then bam, we're all fucking hypnotized again. Yeah. And, and here we go. Fucking back to, back to nothing. I actually did listen to, <clears throat> I didn't listen to it all the way through. I just kind of skimmed through the songs, but I did listen to the Blink-182 album. Yeah, okay. So they, they ended up doing some of the things that we talked about or oh. we, we predicted or that we thought they should go with lyrically yeah. for songs. They they ended up going with um, uh, talking about some of their own personal experiences, like uh, that guy Mark Hoppus developing cancer or Travis yeah. Barker almost dying in a plane crash. <laughs> Um. Yeah, they they went in that direction for a song to say that we shouldn't wait fucking twenty years to or fifteen years, whatever whatever amount of time uh, they spent apart from one another, from when Blink One Eighty Two ending yeah. to where they are now. That like and, and just just to speak about it, like in life in general, that like to put aside those things, whatever beef they had between one another, that they shouldn't wait so many years to to reconcile and all that shit. I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. They wrote that song. I'm glad they did. But I don't know if I like the way it was executed. It's kind of, uh, I don't know if I enjoyed it. And mm. they, there are songs that are classic to Bleak 182. I think there's songs about jerking off or something. Or, <laughs> um, oh, I'll give that a listen. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Travis Barker produced the album itself. So this was all, I think, mostly in-house between... Uh, them like making the album and stuff so um I, I don't think it's their best i mean i didn't really like them all that much but i don't i don't think it's their best stuff and uh i think it probably some falls somewhere in the middle yeah but i i do think that some of the topics stuff that we talked about like on a previous episode about being more personal and and reconciling relationships and 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 getting down uh you know being bro like with one another yeah yeah like that that stuff came out on the album which is cool all right it, that, it yeah. is it is cool to see them being able to be friends again towards the i mean they're not older or anything like that i mean they're fairly even even at like 40 or 50 yeah. years old i think they're still young but um that they can all be on the same life path or well, at least for blink 182 this specific project it is cool to see that um I just don't think I would pay fucking $1,200 to go fucking see their ass, but... Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that either, but... Yeah. I, I want, I'm kind of curious to see what the reviews for this album are, if they're just going to suck their dick to let them ride in the sunset and, yeah. and be like... Yeah. I imagine that's probably what it's going to be. They're like, oh, nine, this is... This yeah. is uh, this is Bleak 182 at their best. Uh, yeah, everyone should buy this album. I don't, I don't yeah. know if it is, but... I don't know. I mean, I'm sure that's what will happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Well, and... And I kind of, with, with bitching back about the whole thing with the with the prices and all this stuff, I almost wonder if it's even really them doing it. I, I mean, it's hard to say because I think at some point they have to negotiate between uh, 
like who's putting on the concert if it's like Live Nation. Yeah. Um, they're like, uh, well, what are we going to sell these tickets for? Like, right, it, yeah. it has to be. I'm sure it has to be mutually agreed upon. Yeah. But, because, okay. Did you have anything else more about this specific what, thing? Were you going to well, go somewhere else? I was kind of leading into another topic that was about this, uh, this, this guy and his son who had this, like, podcast, and they got this huge deal with, like, Barstool Sports or whatever. This happened, like, at the end of last year. And then, it went, and then the, the son got killed or whatever, like, a couple months later. Okay. And so, but on their little podcast, they had this guy... I forget the fuck his name is. He was another rapper, and he was basically saying how once you reach a certain level in the music industry that someone, someone shows up at your door, basically. Someone comes to you and says, now, listen, this is what this guy's saying, and, and it's, I don't know if this is true or not, but I find it interesting at the very least because he says basically someone comes to your door and says, you, you, have, you, have, you have a choice. There's, there's the left, there's the right, and then he says, those are two choices. You get into bed with those people, and you, you go to the moon. Or you can just stay straight. And then they say, all right, let's see if your skills and your talent really can get you somewhere because you're on your own. You're not getting any, any help. And he was you know, saying that these, the, the, the left, he just called it the left and the right door. He didn't call it like the, saying like, it's left and right. Yeah, like, like liberals and yeah, no. conservatives. He wasn't yeah. saying that. He was just saying that there was a, a red door and a blue door or whatever you want. You could use any fucking analogy, analogy you want. But... He was saying there's two choices. There's two different camps, and he and he was basically saying that one of them, he, he was saying was uh, was was they were both weird shit that's involved with it. Weird weird shit. Weird Hollywood type shit is what he was getting like into. sucking dick behind oh, doors. Yeah, like shit like that. He said there was a there was like he called it he called one the homo one, and then he called one there was he didn't even want to say a name to what the other one was, but it was he was like oh this is like some bad shit like you know rituals and like all kinds of crazy shit like that. I'm assuming like he meant he meant like devil worship and weird shit like that or occultism I guess involved in that. And he was basically saying, once you get into one of those clubs, that's how that's how you go to the next level. Oh, you want you're, you're good, but you want to take your shit to the next level. Oh, you got to come join this this club. And so Scientology, right? But yeah, that's another example of it. And so uh, the son was of the guy. The guy's name here. The guy's name of the podcast. It was uh, his name's Gilly Gilly the King, and I think his, his son's name's Wallow. Was like his, okay. his or whatever. So <clears throat> there's. The son is asking this guy more or another guy later on about, oh, whether or not you go to your door or like, oh, has anybody come to your door or whatever? And so then he was like, what do you mean? And then he's like, well, he was kind of like alluding to this thing or whatever. And then the guy, the the dad was like, no, man, he was like trying to tell him, like, shut the fuck up, like, shut the fuck up. Don't be asking these questions. Shut the fuck up. Don't you better shut up. Don't ask these questions. And so the, the question never really got answered. But then. Shortly after that, they get this. The deal is was allegedly a hundred million dollars from fucking Barstool Sports to to be the exclusive home of whatever their fucking podcast was. Okay, and so I don't know what the details were, but that's the alleged number. I've I've seen something that said it was a lot less than that, but the the majority of the places online say that the deal was a hundred million dollars. So I'm not, I don't know if that's a fact or not, but it was a shit ton of money. So there was a video of them signing this deal, right? Okay, and the the son's like fuck yeah immediately signs it and then the dad is sitting there like like he's having some thoughts like he is like very hesitant about doing this and he's just like ah oh, fuck man like i don't know if I'm, they're playing this song in the background called like uh we're gonna be rich forever and they're all singing it and whatever and he, the dad's just like he he's just like in the video man he just looks like he does not 
Like he's having thoughts. Like he's having second thoughts about this. And I don't know what the reasons are. But then, so he eventually signs it. And then literally they signed this deal in like, I think it was December or no, November of 2022. And then in like fucking January of 2023, the son gets fucking killed. Like, and like he gets shot or whatever in some, I don't know the details of it, but he, he gets, he gets killed. So there are, there was a lot of people, this is music related, but it's also kind of like, I don't know. It's just weird. People were a lot of people on the internet are saying that the reason why he was so hesitant to sign this deal was because he did get somebody come to his door, and that's how this deal got open. Because someone came to his door and said, "Hey, man, you got to join one of these clubs." And one of these clubs was like, "Hey, you got to sacrifice some shit to get here if you want this hundred million dollars." And so he thinks people think that oh, his son got sacrificed because this was like it didn't seem like it was some random like shooting or whatever, like it was kind of targeted or some shit. So. Granted, it could just be completely coincidental, which sucks because the dude just got paid $100 million and now I'm dead. fucking died. And that fucking sucks ass. But it, it leads you to the question of, man, they were talking about this shit before, and then it's like, oh, man, was that, was that what happened? Was there some weird shit that went down? Yeah. And then it makes, that's what also makes me question the previous thing about, are these bands really in control of this? Or I, I think in like the local, okay, so the local level, yes. Like if a, sh- <laughs> if a band wants to put a show together, they'll go to the talent buyer sure, and say, yeah. we want to throw a show. Uh, this is how much we think we're worth. Like yeah. this is what we want to make. Uh, I think, I mean, shit, I don't know. Once you get to Blink-182 or Green Day level, you, you, you have a booking agent that speaks on your behalf and says, this is what we think we're worth. And this is what we yeah. want for the show. And that's and that's and that's where I, th- I I that's where I'm wondering if if that is if that's true because some because because this guy that was talking about when you go to those doors he was like man you ever see somebody who is like a famous rapper or whatever but they're not really that good and he's like oh okay yeah I've seen that and he's like yeah he's like that's because somebody came to their door and they they picked a side so even though they weren't that great they knew they probably wouldn't have got somewhere I don't on their green, own I don't think Green Day is that great they, I don't right think that's what I'm saying so yeah, that's what I'm saying so like. Is that an example? Could that be an example of, oh, many, many years ago, someone came to their door and said, hey, oh, yeah, we're, we're, you want to sign here on the line, baby, baby boy? We can fucking make you a star. And then here they go, even though they're not that, you know, maybe they're not that great. They get pumped up to the, the they, all the machine gets behind them and they, they are made to be famous, not kind of and again kind of piggybacking on some of the shit that we talked about before with Chocot- things being scripted or things being Chocotine. yeah right things being um led to let the audience being led to believe that this is a natural organic thing that's happening but really it's not this is this is by design it's a hundred percent planned from the beginning that this is the trajectory that you're going to be on you signed here on the dotted line you signed with with you picked a side you picked a camp and now granted I'm, I'm not saying that's, a, that's what the case is with her, but I'm just saying, in general, for sure that's got to be something that does happen. I do think that all the, there's too many people that have come out and said things about in, in Hollywood that there's these weird, like, there's these weird, like, I don't know, clicks or whatever you want to call them that get behind people. And sure, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about fucking weird shit that goes on. Not commenting on any of that, but... I do believe for sure that there are groups of people that are very powerful within those industries that you got to fucking do some weird shit to get in with them. And then once you get in, they push you to the fucking moon no matter what. And you're going to be a fucking major star because you, I don't want to say sold your soul, right? Because that's probably, yeah, figuratively sold your soul. And now that you're theirs forever and that's, this is it. And the only way you can get out 
It's like joining a gang. Like, any only way you get out is, is death. That's the only way or you get out. losing a finger or a body part. Right, yeah. Something happened. Like, you, you got to fucking lose something. You got to give... You got to sacrifice something to get something because you never fucking get any of this shit without there being a sacrifice, right? Mm. So, I don't know. It's just fucking weird to think about that. And then it does. It makes me wonder, like, well, are they even just, like, they're like, fuck, man. We've got fucked for so long by the record company, man. This is our time to make a little bit of money and take advantage of people. I don't know. I'm sure that's the case. I mean, sometimes or whatever it might be, but... Because there does become a time where artists decide to sell, like, if they do have the masters through the catalog... That they'll end up selling it to like a publishing company so that they can have it and then they can make money off of it. Yeah. And they'll sell it for like thirty or fifty million dollars, but for the amount of money it's it's because they won't ever realize the full potential of their music, like the money that they could have made. Yeah. Which maybe it was a billion dollars in like twenty years, but they're getting a hundred million right now. Right now. And that's retirement money. They yeah, don't have to do shit ever. They don't have to do shit ever. Yeah. And that's the kind of deals you make is that Yeah. You'll be set for life. But it's going to cost you. Yeah. It's going to cost you, yeah, a, you're not $900 gonna, million, dollars, basically. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to realize, you're not going to get to fully realize what your potential is, but we're going to give you what we think your value is right now. Uh, and you can live comfortably, but you are not, you're, you're not the master of your own domain. True. Yeah, true. So, I don't know. That's all the weird internet conspiracy theory I went down that was music related the other day. I, I saw like an Instagram reel or something that was related to that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" So then I just started looking into it, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is fucking weird. This this there are some weird fucking coincidences going on here. Maybe it's something. Maybe it's nothing. I don't know. Yeah. But it it definitely makes you think, and it definitely gets your brain turning as to how this shit actually fucking works and how it's basically designed." To keep, like we talked about last episode, it's designed to gatekeep and keep everyone out unless you want to fucking sign here and uh, here, let's record you sucking this dick real quick and then fucking here you we go. Got blackmail on you. Yeah. And, and, uh, and we now own you for life. Yeah. And we know that you're going to do whatever the fuck we tell you to do. Dude, imagine, think about this, man. If uh, AI generated art, if you can take <sighs> the portrait of somebody and just say that they had sex with X person. Oh, yeah. Even though it's not technically true, but it's so lifelike and uncanny. That nobody could tell the difference, like that—that's gonna be a real trippy future too. Oh yeah, because then then they'll just show up at your door with a video of you doing some weird shit, and you're like, "What the fuck, man? That was—I never did that." Well, doesn't try matter. explaining that to the rest yeah, of the world. Doesn't matter when we it put this out matter, on yeah. YouTube, fucking, and and it just slips past the censors because we own we own that shit, you know. All right, there's one okay. there's one last thing. Yeah, yeah. All right, I wanted to Here. go over, um, since we're on the subject of uh, bands taking stances or the lack thereof with Green yeah, yeah. Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> So, I know we're all fucking tired of talking about the Israel-Hamas situation. Yeah. But, <clears throat> some people, some artists, have decided to put their flag in the ground or t- plant their feet in the ground and, and take a firm stance on this shit. Yeah. And, uh, man, I, I'm over it, man. I'm not asking you, I mean... <laughs> As a as a fan of music, yeah. as a fan of artists, I'm not fucking asking you to take a stance that if you don't, uh, you know, I'm not holding you for ransom to say, if you don't side with Israel, if you don't side with uh, fucking Palestine, that you, <laughs> you're a piece of shit, yeah. you're never going to fucking support your music again. I'm not, I don't think anybody's asking them to do this thing. Yeah. And they're doing it anyways, because who the fuck knows, or why, why do you think artists are doing that you know i think it's um i think it's like a uh an aspect of virtue signaling Mm. they're doing what they think is going to 
benefit them. Yeah, by picking whichever side. Now, it's really... I also, too, am fucking getting tired of this. And I'm also... I'm getting tired of the people doing it, but then I'm also all additionally getting tired of the consequences for picking a side, right? I don't care what side you're on or whatever the case is. Neither do I. And I don't think that... Even if you pick a side, if you want to go out and pick a side, I don't think you should fucking lose your job over it. I don't think you should fucking get kicked out of fucking school. I don't mm. think you should. Isn't that the opposite of kind of how we operate here in at least our country in the United States where we have the freedom to say things. We have the freedom of speech to go out and be able to say. That's what makes music possible. The freedom to speak and to criticize the government and to talk shit about things and to give your opinions through song, that's what makes it really work. That's what makes it go around. Because if you could only talk about three topics, all the music would suck. It would be Dude, terrible. It would sound like that fucking Russian guy from like the 60s. Yeah, yeah. It'd be all, it'd be all fucking that, that all, all, all the time. Yeah, all that. And that's that's because of communism. You couldn't say shit. So while I don't give a fuck what the artists think, I do think that they should be able to say whatever the fuck they want and there shouldn't be any repercussions as long as they're not out there. Sure. Yes. I understand going out and inciting violence. Sure. Maybe that's one thing. Yes. The freedom of speech doesn't extend to yelling. What is it? uh, Yelling fire in a crowded theater. Okay. You can't, you can't do that shit. But as long as you're not doing that, if you're just saying, Hey, you support Palestine or you support Israel, that shouldn't cost you your fucking job. It shouldn't fucking... Sure, if people don't like that and they don't want to listen to you, okay, well, you're taking a risk by saying this. It, it, yeah, and even like... I mean, shit. Now, Dude, doing a call to arms, too, is that, like... That's also fucking very problematic. Yeah. Because now you're you're not only picking a side, but then you're espousing violence or action against whatever side it is. Now, don't get me wrong. There are some cases when that's appropriate, but... Because of this specific issue, it's very divisive. I don't think that anybody... I think anybody should just shut the fuck up. If it's, you're an artist, then you should just shut up and just fucking let this one go. Or, yeah, like, just let it go because it's too fucking hot. Like, it's, it's too hot. hot. It's yeah. nuclear, man. Yeah, like, is. you... you it put liter- your, If you put yourself on it, man, yeah. like, if you inject yourself into it, man, you become radioactive and yeah. you're going to get heat. Like, oh. heat as in the... Uh, the hate or the fucking like, discontent from everybody. Yeah, yeah, that that's gonna come for you too. So I don't even think it's fucking worth. Like, if you don't fucking understand the entire spectrum or the history, <sighs> all sides. Like, dude, you can't, you can't, you possibly no. fucking understand what it's like unless you're fucking in it. If you got family members that live in and, Israel or right, sure. or Palestine, like, yeah, yeah, okay, it directly affects you. You have an understanding of like what is going on each side and. I'm sure you're going to have a very hard time trying to create an objective point of view when your fucking family member got got killed by an Israeli missile or yeah. vice versa. Like if, right. if Hamas uh, severed the head of a fucking nine-year-old kid, yeah. like I get it, dude. I fucking get it. But I mean, is it really worth holding all that hate inside of you, dispersing it on social media, and then having that explode sevenfold or tenfold that people are like on the opposite side of you and you're trying to defend yourself. And it's like, you could have just avoided that by just, you're saying it's not worth it. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah. And, and here's the thing too. Okay. Cause yes, 
people are going to say that we're being hypocritical by telling them to shut up and we don't want to hear your opinions, right? Because what do we do? We literally well, we have your opinion to, sense, yeah. yeah the, but but that's the difference. We our thing that we do is literally talk about our opinions. That's that's it. That's it. That's all we do. All right. Well, I mean, additional things, but that's the main thing we do is talk about our fucking opinions. People listen to us obviously because they want to hear what our what the fuck our opinions are, good, bad, or indifferent. They just want to hear what our opinions are. Unless you're an artist that has a fucking podcast where you talk about global events and your fucking opinions, yeah, I think you should just not fucking you shut the fuck up and stay off Instagram and Twitter talking about that shit. Just promote your shit. Or yeah, like if you're about that, dude, and you have a podcast dedicated to that. Yeah. By all means, By all fucking means. do. Yeah. But if you're just gonna do it on social media and be a, a half-hearted, yeah, fucking zealot for that right, yeah. for that effort, like, mm, I don't know. It's disingenuous. It's, I feel yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not real. No, it's not. It's it's like you might as well just say nothing because now because then you're you're gonna okay obviously you're gonna get the support of the people who agree with you, but then you're also gonna get the hate of the people that disagree with you. So you're literally a splitting your audience, mm. which is why when we, we do a podcast about world current events, we talk about this shit, and we very very clearly state that we are not picking a side. We have not picked a side. We have not. We're not saying who's right and who's wrong. We're just talking about the facts as we see them and the historical aspects of said you know facts on the Central Unintelligence podcast. Yeah. Cheap plug. But anyways, yeah. uh, if you want to hear shit about that in depth, go listen to that. Uh, but we're not going to sit there and tell you, oh, you should just support Israel all the way and blah, blah, blah. Or you should just support Palestine all the way, free Palestine, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not what it's about. It's about putting the information out and, and doing that. And if you're an artist and you want to put out information and put out historical context to these conflicts, especially if you're not in it, then then do that. That's okay. But... You shouldn't be fucking out there going like, oh, we should we should kill everybody who's on this other side or whatever, you know, whatever the fuck people are saying. Because there's a lot of people saying shit like that. Yeah, I mean, there's this artist from Australia, this female artist. I'm not uh-huh. going to say her name because I don't want her to... <laughs> I don't want her hate to be directed at her. Yeah, okay. But she... Dude, should I just like look up the post? Yeah, and just yeah, read off is, yeah, she, yeah. Let's, let's hear it. This, 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 some of the shit she said, I was just kind of flabbergasted. I was taken back. yeah. I was left with my mouth gaping. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> Maybe you can help me out and and, yeah, right. and figure out why she specifically targeted these specific people in the U.S., but... All right. Uh, let, me, let me just pull up the fucking uh, <laughs> post. All right. Well, while Adam's pulling that up, um, yeah, everybody, thanks for listening. Just to shout out to all the people in Nigeria and Brazil... Also Belgium. Fuck yeah, Belgium. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. I was just killing time. <laughs> I, can't believe, I can't believe I mentioned this. I, I don't even know, actually know if she's going to fucking... There's no chance. To, I, I really don't think there's going to be a chance she's going to listen to Is she this. in Australia? Yeah, she's in Australia. We have had zero listens in Australia, so likely she's not listened to any of this. Right. Okay. So Are you friends is, with her on the Facebook or the... No, I just follow her. Oh, okay. But, yeah, there's no way she's going to fucking this actually kind of turned me off from her music. Like oh, okay. This, this is actually wow. All right. So this this is this is an example of someone saying some shit, and then now you're not gonna you're, you're turned off because it's it's kind of like the thing when people say it's better to be perceived stupid than to speak and remove all fucking doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 a very good saying. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> we're the exact opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. We, we don't ja- listen to that, but we're, whatever. We're jackasses. Yeah. For sure. All right, so this is what she said. All right. It's time for American liberal. Let me start over. It's time for American liberals to finally wake up and recognize what is happening. 
To all of you who consider yourselves human rights and social justice advocates, to all of you passionate college students, to all of you who identify as progressives, whose mission is a fair and equitable world, what you just witnessed had nothing to do with Palestinian freedom or justice. That's the first page. Okay. So why do you think she specifically said American liberals and then college students and progressives? Well, I think that's because they're... Obviously, Americans throughout the rest of the world are generally hated, so we're an easy target to... If you want to stir up and get support, if you say shit about Americans and you're in another country, you're going to probably automatically get support because people hate us generally throughout the rest of the world. Mm. I think that's probably why targeting that. And also, we're the most vocal. I I really think we are the most vocal when it comes to any issue, not just this one specifically, but Mm. Americans have a very... And and the reason why I think we're the most vocal is because we have the freedom of speech to say things and be vocal about shit. And I think we're also equally as stupid. That's true. Yes, that too. Because we talk before we think. Right, correct. Because we have such freedom, we abuse it and fucking, you know, say things before thinking. I.e. Twitter. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the bloody massacre you just witnessed is called a pogrom. Is that the correct word? P-O-G-R-O-M? Yeah, I think it is. Or po- pogrom? Po- pogrom. I think it's a pogrom. Uh, I, don't, I don't speak Arabic, so I can't, or whatever. Okay. I can't really. And it's been perpetrated upon Jewish peoples for centuries. What you witnessed was a highly coordinated extermination of Jewish life. There is no political excuse or justification for this. That's page two. Yeah. Skipping... Quickly past sympathy for the Israeli victims and moving right along to discussing the plight of the Palestinians is exactly the kind of response Hamas is aiming for. I think that is fucking... I think that's wrong to say that. That The plight of the Palestinians is exactly the kind of... Palestinians are fucking people too, man. Like, they're they're not... I don't think they're homogenous with one another. Like, she's pigeonholing... This group of like, right? What you're, could be refugees or yeah. some shit with Hamas? Like, yeah, you're saying all Palestinians are Hamas is basically yeah. what it sounds like that you're alluding to. Like, they're all they're all terrorists. Yeah. Every single person who lives in the the area that is known as Palestine is a fucking terrorist. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Great, that's gonna be fucking chopped into a, <laughs> the the Game Rage Music podcast said all people who live in Palestine are terrorists. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, to and uh, to to continue. <coughs> They were they, <coughs> 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 they want their butchering of Jews to be rationalized, justified, and sanitized. They want the resulting global spike in hate crimes against Jews to be ignored. And that's exactly what people have been doing. End of the page. Yeah. The only appropriate <coughs> response to this pogrom is to call it what it is and condemn it. We can no longer allow murderous evil to masquerade as freedom fighting if your response is yes but you need to take a moment to ask yourself why the indiscriminate killing of civilians is defensible to you in this one and only so it's it rules for me or rules for thee but not, not for, for me, me. Yep. Yeah. yeah exactly i fucking hate that it's hypocrisy at its finest rules for thee none for me um just real quick to just give context to the word pogrom because I thought I, I had said that it was an Arab, I don't speak Arabic, so I don't know what that means. But it's not it's not actually an Arabic word. It's German. It's, it's Russian word. Russian, okay. And it means essentially it's a, it's a violent riot incited with the aim of massacring or expelling an ethnic group or religious group, particularly Jews. So it's specifically a, a massacre of of Jews for the most part is what that word is. But it's a Russian word, so it's not it's not like that's a an Arabic term or, yeah, or yeah. a Jewish term. It's it, that's a separate term that somehow and how is it pronounced i don't know that i can't it's, i mean it's hard to 
I, I, it's hard to say. It just looks like it's pogrom. Pogrom. Is there like a triangle or like a carrot on top? Mm. For like the. Uh, no, there's actually nothing. It's just pogrom, like P O G R O M. So I don't know. Maybe that's. Pogrom or whatever. Pogrom. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck. All right. So Hamas. I'm ask a Russian. <laughs> Anyways. Hamas is a terrorist organization whose very existence is predicated upon murder and oppression. No, nobody's going to argue against that. Like. I think I think they made that very clear with their yeah. efforts, like when, of how this all fucking started, right? And not just of Jews, by the way. You who are reading this would also be gleefully dragged naked through the streets, raped, tortured, or killed for your blasphemy. Hamas are not freedom fighters; they're an ex- extremist religious death cult. The only appropriate response <clears throat> to their sanity is a unilateral rejection of barbarism and mass murder as a political and religious tool. You must finally understand that this isn't their response. This isn't their response to anything. This is just the plan. It always has been the plan. They are mass murderers with no moral case whatsoever. It's time for you, my liberal friends. Don't know, understand? I don't understand why she's specifically targeting that group of people. Mm-hmm. You who have enjoyed the luxury of armchair Middle East activism. I largely don't care for the middle. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an exception or rather <laughs> I'm only speaking for myself yeah. anecdotally. Uh, you who have enjoyed the luxury of armchair Middle East activism from the distance and safety of your American homes, you're doing the exact same thing by living in Australia and, and giving your opinion without actually intervening in physical violence. Yeah. Um, to recognize and condemn when you see it, if Hamas were on our soil, our soil, it would be your grandmother getting kidnapped. It would be your wife getting raped. It would be your babies being orphaned. It's time to stand up. Uh, I'll, I'll, there's three more of these, but I'll try to be as quickly as possible. Yeah, no, no, take your time. Listen, right. we got plenty of time. All right. When I was growing up, the Holocaust was still recent enough that we all knew survivors and were educated about the horrors of Nazi genocide. A third of my family was exterminated today. Today, Holocaust awareness is so low that its very existence is up for debate. That is the outrageous backdrop of this conversation. I would largely disagree that is that is not true we are frequently reminded of the holocaust like here in the u.s in fact i've gotten advertisements like throughout the year about organization non-profit organizations that are uh specifically for uh hate against jews or like to to prevent um prevent anti-semitism yeah right yeah so i think that is dubious true uh Dubious indeed. <sighs> yeah, dude. I mean, fuck. There's so many other genocides that haven't been right mentioned, but the Holocaust <laughs> is not the one. Right. The most well-known Nazi pogrom was Kristallnacht or the Night of Broken Glass when Nazis burned thousands of Jewish businesses and synagogues, then rounded, up them, <coughs> then rounded them up to be taken to concentration camps this slaughter by Hamas resulted in 10 times more deaths, 10 fucking times. Wrote that in all caps. Yeah. Don't hide behind your complicated feelings about the, the Israeli government. There are thousands of Israelis and Jews who have been tire, tirelessly protesting in the streets against the Netanyahu regime for years. They got murdered too. This isn't about a political stance. It's about standing up to extremist evil to those of you who think you're to think of yourselves as allies, now's the time to speak up. Your Jewish friends need you. All right, so... That was a call to arms, by yeah, the yeah. way. Uh, Definitely it was. So, uh, I'm inferring this from 
the way she was speaking. But to just to clarify, I'm assuming she's Jewish? Yes. Okay. So that is also the problem with this issue, is if you are Jewish or Muslim, you are going to have an ideological reaction to this specific thing happening. Because that's at the root of this whole thing, it's, it's ideology. It's, it's, it's Jewish versus Islam. That's kind of the, that's oversimplification. Judaism. Yeah. Yeah. It's Judaism versus Islam. So that's an oversimplification. But if you really break it down, that's what this whole issue is about. And if you're on one of those teams in terms of your ideological preference, you're going to automatically take the side of whichever team you're on, and you're going to have a very hardline stance because you are going to perceive this attack or this event as them trying to exterminate your ideology, which both sides are essentially trying to do to each other, right? So whichever side you're on, you're going you're gonna to assume the worst, that it's going to be the, that's this horrible, which what she's, it's just what she's kind of talking about. And the worst part is... Unf- like the the part when she was talking about yeah the, the Holocaust and it's not oh it's not even that that's just wrong the Holocaust is for sure talked about uh and not to not negate that's not the right word uh, not to diminish the Holocaust because yeah that was fucked up but there have been worse genocides throughout history and even sooner than the Holocaust happened mm, I, I wouldn't I'm I don't want to say that there there's worse. Well, I'm t- worse in terms of lives lost, okay? So are we going to talk about, like, Russians? The Russian communists, the purge, that was, like, 20 million people. The Maos, the, the, the Chinese uh, one was, was, like, 70 million people. Now, that's, that's more in terms... But it's not saying which one's worse than the other, right? But it's just saying that in terms of lives cost... I bet you there's a shit ton of people that don't fucking know about either of those two things, but they could tell you what the Holocaust is. So, oh, okay, I, I got you. So, so you weren't, you weren't. I wasn't diminishing it, yeah, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying in terms of the knowledge of the existence of the event, I guarantee you there's more people. If you ask them what the Holocaust was, they could tell you, and they could likely probably tell you that it resulted. If you ask them how many people died, they would like to tell you six million. That's you know that's the number that's we, we learn about it in school. We learn about it you know in a lot of things as we should. Because we should learn about these horrible atrocities yeah. that have taken place. Because that's the only way you don't repeat them. Yeah, dude. Germany has like this thing with bricks, like uh-huh. within their towns or whatever, where yeah. where uh, Jewish homes were raided. And I think it's like a memorial type of thing where uh-huh. they, they said this is where. So when you walk those steps, man, you're like you walk with it with like a heavy conscience. Like, oh shit, this is the price. This is what humanity has done to other right. human beings. Like, yeah. Uh, for the Germans to do that to the Jewish people, like, and you read those bricks, and you're like, oh, fuck. I imagine it's the same feeling when you go to the fucking Holocaust, or not the Holocaust, but rather Auschwitz or one of those encampments yeah. that you, like, when you're in there, you, like, I'm sure you get fucking goosebumps because it's like, I can't believe we did this to each other. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think here as Americans, too, we have a better, not better understanding, but a a larger percentage of our population is informed about this because it's taught in our history books because mm-hmm. during world war ii yeah we entered for because we were attacked by japan but we were the ones who found the the fucking the camps that we were the ones that found the holocaust like camps or what the fuck well, one thing in the addition to camps? the russians they did as well right yeah, yeah but on our side on yeah. the good on the good team 
Well, I mean, the Russians were kind of on our side at that time, but we were the ones that found it essentially. And those were the ones that that's like the reason that gave us justification for why we actually did go into Europe. Like that was after the fact, obviously, but it's like, Hey, look guys, and people were maybe against us helping them and we should have just focused on Japan. But it's like, look at this horrible atrocity that we found happening here. They were killing innocent people based on their religion. The Nazis were, and they were just exterminating them for no reason other than because of their religion. Look at what we found. It's a, it's a goddamn good thing we, we intervened in this war because who knows if this would have ever been found or if this would have ever been stopped if we would have, wouldn't have intervened. And so I think that's why it's kind of taught prominently here in the United States, at least in grade schools, and you know, because I learned about it throughout, all throughout you know, our grade school and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so, dude, I'm, once you get to like high school, you learn about World oh, War, yeah. just European history. Right. And then like the Holocaust, I don't want to say it's – the foremost topic that you learn about, but it's one of the fucking things yeah, that you, I mean, we went to the fucking Holocaust museum and man, talk about a fucking experience. That's fucking, that's a fucking goddamn experience right there. Yeah. If you've never been and you are in Southern California, you should definitely go. I don't know if there's any other ones, but there's one in Southern California and LA. You should definitely fucking go check it out. Yeah, um, museum of tolerance. Yeah. It is a fucking like, it is a goddamn experience. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's definitely, it makes you appreciate how shit can go fucking horribly awry. And it makes you just again learn from the mistakes, or else we're doomed to repeat them. Yeah. And anyways, but back to the back to this person saying all this shit. Yeah. It's just, I get it. It's blind, like it's that's it's, it's, yeah. It's it's blinded by their fucking what they believe or what their experiences or what their family right. experiences. Like they tie all that 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 amalgamation of things that yeah. they and. And let's use just just so we don't you know pigeonhole uh, Jewish and Islam followers. Let's just let's just take an example of uh, of like a Christian like something with Christianity, right? If you have uh, the, the, the 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 Roman Catholic Church going against Vikings, okay, and they're fucking taking them out. They're Norse pantheon people, okay. They're they're killing each other over over religion and not wanting to convert to whatever. Um, if you're on one side or the other, you are going to be wearing the ideological blindfold to where you cannot actually provide an objective opinion on what's happening because you are blinded by what's happening to you or how it's affecting you specifically. So, granted, I don't think that anyone should be silenced, but when you're looking at the talk of the spread of disinformation, this all this fake news bullshit, right? That's kind of how some of this gets started is because people have such a hard reaction and a, uh, a visceral reaction to this stuff happening because they are on one side or the other. And it, it personally affects them because of, yeah, they're this religion or they're that religion. And so should they be saying these things? Because some of that stuff in there was, was not technically correct. And it's like, should you be spreading that information around? Probably not. But to you, it's 100% correct because this is how you feel. So you can't give an objective opinion on it because you're not objective. So It's too close to home. It is, and that's what sucks is because I don't think that they should be silenced, but I also don't think they should be going around and spreading information that's not technically accurate. Um, one of the things that's really big in the in the Twitter space is that pe- there's people that are on both sides of those things that I hear about when I listen to these things, and you can clearly tell who's on which side because of the way that they talk shit to each other, and they say basically, oh, well, no, your thing is wrong because I'm this person, and I am here, and I see it from this per- perspective, so that means you're wrong. Well, that's not true because they see the same thing, and they've concluded something completely different with similar information or information that they heard, but their perspective changed it. And that's what 
kind of altered the information, I guess, one way or the other. It altered it in one direction as opposed to altering it the other direction. So it's it's a very slippery slope. That's what it is. And and again, artists should probably just shut up. They should <laughs> probably just keep their fucking mouth shut. Or if you if you are gonna if you are gonna give an opinion, get ready for the fucking rain of hellfire of retaliation. Like, yeah. Or, of, of of opinions or uh, being assaulted verbally. I mean, yeah. in in word in in text form or whatever. Sure. Yeah, because you know you're going to get the hate from from the opposite side for sure. Yeah. And it's funny because I just I, even though it's not really has to do with anything, I just there was a sign that I saw somebody holding the other day. It, it said uh, it said reproductive rights equal free Palestine, and I was like. What the fuck does that have to do with? What do those two things have to do with each other? Like absolutely nothing. Like what do you mean? And then another thing that she just to point out real quick about how oh, that's, that she was incorrect about she's she's addressing the liberal friends, right? Well, I can tell you right now that the right wing conservative pol- politicians in the United States they are the greatest ally of Israel. Oh yeah, they e- are evangelicals, dude. Oh, they're fucking. They are down for the fucking cause. They, so want, they want the world to end. If you want somebody, if you want someone to fucking support you in saying that you shouldn't look to liberals to support you in supporting the Jewish plight in Israel, <coughs> you should look to the right wing fucking neoconservatives because they are the ones that without a doubt will support Israel no matter what. It is it is Israel, almost Israel first, right? And that's where sh- that's that's wrong because you're trying to convince the people who because again most liberals likely support the other side and you know i know that there's and again there's liberals on both sides of that camp of the jewish or the muslim they're liberals then there's right-wing J- jewish and muslim individuals so it's it's just it's weird to see how it's like that dichotomy of oh man you're going after this one group trying to fire them up. I don't, I don't fucking get it. But dude. really, you're barking up the wrong tree. You yeah. should be you should be saying hey MAGA people, where are you at? Because we need to get some shit together so we can fuck up these Palestinians. That's what that's what you should be saying. The, you know, I don't. Know. <coughs> In a grand scheme, yeah. Again, she's entitled to her opinion, yeah, or what she believes, hundred percent. We're just commenting. And again, we're not, I'm not. I'm not speaking for or against like either fucking Palestine or correct. Israel. Yeah, we're, we're history not, is gonna fucking decide. Yeah, that. history will fully fully decide that, and likely it will be whoever wins that conflict. Because as we know, that's the history. The winners write the history books. So yeah, um, <coughs> there's a bit of irony when she's talking about like you know the displacement, or I don't know if she directly said displacement of Jews, but yeah. like we understand the Holocaust took people out of their homes and oh, threw yeah. them in encampments, right? Yeah. Okay. How about how about all the people on the Gaza Strip, fucking two million people, they're going to be sent down to Egypt, being displaced with potentially no, no possible return, like in, in the well, in sites in the future. Is there no irony yeah, well, in that? And also, guess what? The Egyptians also don't want them. Yeah. So they're going to be sent to essentially a hostile area that doesn't want them there. And you know, yeah, is there no irony? There is a hundred. That's so ironic. It's the most ironic thing I've heard today. And the, uh, of all the people that should understand, like, mercy and treating people, like, fairly or anything, like, you would, you would think it'd be the fucking Jewish people that went through the Holocaust that, yeah. that they would show mercy and say, all right, we got to figure out, okay, maybe we're not going to bomb the fuck out of uh, Palestine itself. Maybe we're not going to send ground force troops or whatever to, to eliminate Hamas or whatever, or they're going to find the means to do it like ethically as opposed right, to yeah. just 
a complete a onslaught, complete just fucking onslaught leveling of, of the fucking area. Yeah, like yeah. It, it would you th- you think it'd be these people that would figure that out and say, you know what? I know we suffered like a hundred, or maybe it was a thousand. How many people have actually died from like the bombings of that? That Hamas did or the the uh, attack? I the don't attack. know. I think it's like somewhere around. The, is it is it a thousand? It's over a thousand. I think is okay. the official number for sure. All right, so a thousand plus, right? Yeah. And not to dis- not to diminish the number of people that have died or anything like that. But what if you showed fucking mercy, dude, and 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 find you found an ethical way to eliminate these guys and and figure out like how are we going to work with these people? Like, yeah. I don't know what the solution is. I don't know if to, having a two state fucking Having a two-state solution is the fucking answer, but goddamn, man, I really think like there's got to be some soul searching within like the Israelis to to really like yeah. look at themselves and say, hey, we're becoming the fucking thing that we despised, yeah, that we experienced 70, 80 years ago. Um, yeah, I just can't believe it, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy the way it's going down. And, and again, uh, I'm not. That's not picking aside. That's not yeah. me. Like me criticizing this woman's post right. whatever is not me vouching for palestine yeah and it's not vouching for israel either but True. yeah absolutely. i'm just examining and just saying fuck man um there's people taking very stupid chances with yeah. uh, with and, stating their opinion well look what happened uh, you're an example you've been turned off from from essentially her music now yeah i mean and, and just imagine how many other people feel that way and again i'm sure that there's a uh a, a contingent of people that are like oh yeah i'm gonna listen to this shit all the time now because this person feels the same way i do so again you're just you're just basically splitting your audience up and and you're doing it on an ideological basis which is something that you won't recover from ideal like they like someone who bounces on you because of an ideological difference they're never gonna come back yeah you just cut your fucking money in half if you care about anything if you care about fucking money dude (laughs) you cut your fucking money in half by opening your goddamn mouth yep that's true and you know what that's fine if you want to do that but then i don't want to see uh a post fucking six months from now uh nobody's listening to me because of oh this is what you get motherfucker you if you weren't prepared for the consequences then you shouldn't have opened your mouth me i'm completely prepared for any consequences from this because i i don't give a shit it it ain't gonna affect me none. Yeah. What do you you don't want to listen? Six people that listen to this? No. <laughs> you know, I, I think the Belgians will still listen. They don't give a fuck. The Belgians will support us no matter what. The based Belgians. Yeah. Based. Ultra based Belgians, man. Based yeah. and red pilled the Belgians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, based in America pilled. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of happy with this episode because yeah, this this episode felt like some of the things that have been ruminating in my mind yeah. that like I felt very like heated about. Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought we, I'm glad we got it all in one fucking episode. Yeah, me too. We got it all. We got it all in. Yeah. And, so uh, that's pretty awesome. I mean, shit, man, we did good. We did good. We're well, an hour and 21 minutes. So yeah. So good, I, I don't work. I don't have anything else to add yeah, other than fuck man. What, what a fucking world we live in, dude. Yep, what a world we live in. And also, if you want to hear us talk more shit about Israel and Palestine specifically, uh, listen to the Central. <laughs> Even though we just said we're fucking tired of it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna do another one after this because I got more shit to talk about about that. But Central yeah. Unintelligence Podcast, you can listen to there. Yeah. That's our podcast that's specifically designed about talking about shit like that. So uh, you know, go listen if you want to. If you want to give it a shot, Belgians, I know you'll check it out. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Well, uh, that was it. You're good. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Well. Thank you for listening so far to this episode and all the future and previous episodes that you've listened to. Uh, we thank you in advance. And if you could be so fucking kind 
as to follow us on the TikTok or Instagram at Game Rage Magazine. Adam is on the Instagram at All Gas No Trash Official. All one word, no no underscores, no spaces, nothing like that. Correct. It's just all one word to make it very simple. I, I do want to. Okay, so. We're not begging for your follows, no. but we certainly appreciate yeah. your fucking listenership at the very least. Like, I, I do appreciate yeah. that. I am okay. If no one wants to follow us on anything, that's fine because we're getting the listeners. So that's all that really matters. Numbers yeah. go up. Yeah. As the numbers continue to go up. Me so, happy. Me, yeah. Me. Y- indeed. Yeah. Number go up. Me be happy. Yeah. Unga bunga. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, also on the Twitter and X at Game Rage Mag if you want to check it out there. And you can check out. I say this also because you can check out the multitude of other podcasts that we also have that deal with other specific subjects, such as anime or fucking, you know, uh, world events. Uh, there's a Star Wars one, a wrestling one, which you know, we haven't really done those very much, but, you know, whatever, they exist. They're there. Um, anyways, so, yeah, so hit us up on there. And, again, to reiterate what I said at the beginning of the episode, if you have any music or artists from your country that you want us to check out, we are always down and always up for fucking listening to new shit. And I'll tell you right now, I really haven't probably listened to any fucking shit from Belgium before. So, I mean, shit, Belgians, send it our way. We'll fucking take a listen. Hell, if you don't want to send it to the Game Rage magazine, send it to Adam. All gas, no trash official. Um, Anyways, all right, cool. Well, thanks for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. That was the Game Rage Music Show. Thanks for listening.